A Florida woman survives being hit in the head by a flying turtle. Another Florida woman promises witchcraft services and steals money from victims. A Florida couple tried to get married in a mansion that didn't belong to them. And a security camera captures a baby dinosaur running through the backyard of another Florida woman. These are the weird stories for Friday, and they're all from Florida, our favorite state. Yes, welcome. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. The only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. Every Friday, just weird news, just from Florida. Thank you. A passenger survives being hit in the head by a flying turtle. This happened in Daytona Beach, Florida, the home of beaches, boobies, and flying turtles that strike you in the forehead. The article begins by saying, hey guys, it's not unusual for rocks and other debris to crash through a windshield and injure a driver or a passenger. But a turtle? What's with that? What cockamamie tomfoolery? A 71-year-old woman was riding with her daughter. Oh, no, don't tell me it was the 71-year-old woman hitting the jaw with a flying turtle. They're driving on Florida's Interstate 95. Imagine what you see on Interstate 95 in Florida. Anything. Uh, She suffered a gashed forehead when a turtle smashed through the windshield of their car, striking her right in the head. What are the chances that a turtle actually goes through the windshield? It breaks the windshield? And then hit you in the face and or skull. The daughter pulled over and got help from another motorist. Please, please, my mother's been struck in the face by debris. I mean, by a flying turtle. (laughs) I mean, who's going to believe that? I would just drive away. Okay. All right. I'm not helping a a mother, daughter who are on acid. So uh, you can ask somebody else to help you with your uh, flying turtle injury. According to the 911 recording, ooh, do they have it? I'd love to hear it. Help, 911. My mother's been struck by a, I think it's a reptile. Uh, is it a very small gator? No, no. Is it a frog? No, it turns out it was a turtle. It's a turtle. Both were surprised by what they found. It sees, it says here, it sees, it says here. Uh, There is a turtle in there, a man can be overheard saying. A turtle, the daughter exclaimed. An actual turtle? I guess that's a chunk of the conversation from 911. The gash in the head drew a lot of blood, they say, but the lady thankfully wasn't seriously hurt. The turtle was likely crossing the interstate and got knocked into the air by another vehicle. I swear to God, this lady has the worst look of anything. The daughter told the 911 operator as she tended to her injured mother. (laughs) She says this. She refers to her mother as this lady in the call. I swear this lady's got the worst luck. She was hit in the face with a turtle. Are you referring to your mother? That's right. I'm referring to my mother. This lady has the worst luck. Uh, I mean, there are worse things that can happen to you in Florida than getting hit in the face with a turtle. So I think your mother's pretty lucky, actually, that this is all that's happened in her 71 years of being on the planet. Uh, the turtle, on the other hand, had the best luck of anyone. It just has a few scratches on its shell, and it was released back into the nearby woodsy area. The woodsy area. <laughs> that's what it says, the woodsy area. Hey, why don't we let it go? Where? I don't know. Let's call 911. <laughs> 911. Hey, 911, what do we do with the turtle that just went through the windshield and struck my mother in the face? Uh, do you look around you? Do you see a woodsy area? Yeah, we do. We see a woodsy area nearby. 
Yeah, just uh, release it into the woodsy area. That's where turtles like to go. Okay, sounds good. Let's get them off the highway. That way they don't bash other grandmas in the chin. Also, can we contact the manufacturer of this vehicle and have them maybe think about creating a stronger windshield that can repel flying turtles? I mean, I don't want to be driving around in my life having to worry about a turtle shell crashing through and hitting me in the eyeball. A woman is wanted in Florida for promising witchcraft services and stealing money. A mysterious lady named Rosalia advertised around East Naples, promising to solve your relationship problems using her very special witchcraft services, according to the local police. Instead, Rosalia reportedly swindled more than $100,000 combined from at least 10 victims using not magic, but an elaborate and disturbing scheme. The first victim called police last month, told detectives he encountered a flyer for Rosalia's witchcraft services at a 24-hour laundromat on Golden State Parkway. Well, this is the beginning of your bad choices, sir. You can... <laughs> I can't understand what went wrong, okay? I'm at a 24-hour laundromat, okay? I see a flyer for these special witchcraft services that can uh, bring love into my life. And, you know, this lady took my money and didn't bring love into my life. I can't believe it. All right. I mean, how are you supposed to trust anything if you can't trust a flyer that you found at a 24 hour laundromat for witchcraft services in Florida? <laughs> now, these flyers had a 100 percent guarantee promising results such as, quote, if you're having an argument with your wife or girlfriend, she can help you with your problems. Police say Rosalia, the witch, advertised her, quote, spiritual services in many Forms, including in free Hispanic newspapers, on the radio, and by posting flyers in laundromats in the area. <laughs> she, she's got a real laundromat clientele, you know? People that are just uh, just sitting around washing their clothes in public. <laughs> Those are her people. Uh, he made the fateful call, this gentleman. Spoke with the would-be witch on the telephone, he claims. Scheduled an appointment to see her at her, quote, office... Uh, victims described Rosalia as five foot two with a medium build, blonde hair with dark roots and light brown eyes. She spoke Spanish with an unknown accent, police say. Rosalia had tarot cards on her. She told the victim that she saw something, quote, dark in his life during their first consultation. In order to fix that darkness in his life, she told the man to sleep with three eggs under his bed and then bring them to her the very next day. Ooh, the old three eggs under the bed trick, huh? Rosalia? Nah, I'm not going to fall for this. <laughs> the second appointment was the material of nightmares, he says. The man brought the phony eggs to the prophetess. She proceeded to wave them over his head and face. Then she opened each egg. The first was filled with blood. The second with needles. The third with worms. Is this serious? Did they Were they really filled with these things? Or are we looking at some sleight of hand action from Rosalia the witch here? Now it says here Rosalia at that moment claimed, well, this isn't enough to remove the darkness from your life, young man. She told the men to bring her all the money he had. <laughs> well, these eggs that you slept on top of aren't enough to get rid of all the darkness. You're going to have to bring me. Let me see. Let me see. 
What is it, a chicken? What is it? You want me to bring you a pie, some hair from a goose? <laughs> a picture of my mom? No, no, young man. You're going to have to bring me all of your money. <laughs> this is right after, this is like right out of a terrible sea movie. I mean, we've all seen this character before. Who is this dummy man for doing this? I don't feel bad for this guy at all. At all. So the witch tells him to bring her all the money he had and to borrow money from friends and family so she could bless it and multiply it. So his third visit. Let's cut to the third visit. The man brings her, oh man, $29,500 for her to bless. Uh, But when she saw darkness in the money, she told him she had to take it to her temple in Fort Myers to clean and return it to him the next day. This is the plan she comes up with, this dummy. She's an idiot to believe. I mean, I mean, someone believed her, but I mean, how could you ever come up with this plan and expect somebody to follow through with it? I guess if you do it to 10,000 people, eventually you'll find one sucker. Yes, yes, this money you've brought me, there's darkness in the money as well. I need to take it with me to, well, to South America. So uh, <laughs> you won't be seeing me for a while. Trust me, trust me, I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back the next day. I'm only going to South America, okay? The next day, Rosalia canceled their appointment over text message and then, surprisingly, stopped responding to the messages altogether. The man told the police he had no idea she was going to steal his money. (laughs) No idea. You had no idea, sir? I could tell from the first paragraph of what you did that this was going to go awry. How did you have no idea? Ah, there's darkness in the money. Someone told you you there's darkness in your money, I need to take it with me, and you believed them. Didn't see that coming. Wow, if only I could be so lucky to meet these idiots in my life. Now, uh, the police got involved with the witchcraft scenario, and outside of Rosalia's uh, quote-unquote office, the police encountered three individuals, all claiming that they were expecting their cleaned money returned to them at 8 a.m. that day. The other victims were able to provide the police with more information, including her phone number, screenshots of text messages, and her office address in Fort Myers. An officer tracked down the office, which he found had been rented for two months, to someone who sells religious artifacts. The building's owner told the police he had never met this witch, Rosalia. Uh, So far, ten victims in total have come forward with a total combined loss of (laughs) $100,000. Police are searching for Rosalia, who like magic, seems to have disappeared. Hey, if you have any information, please call the Naples Police Department, 239-213-4844. There's a composite sketch of this Rosalia that you can Google. <laughs> she doesn't look like a witch. I'm gonna, she looks like a regular human being, a young girl. Uh, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to say except for, I don't feel bad for these people. I just don't. I mean, maybe a tiny bit I feel bad for them. But overall, no, I don't feel bad. You're dumb, man. You're dumb. A Florida couple gets married at a mansion that wasn't theirs. Two lovebirds thought a palatial mansion in scenic southwest ranches was the perfect place to tie the knot. They said, God has called us here. So the pair, referring to themselves as the royal couple, posted an online invitation to our dream home and our dream estate, 
where we shall be married. It's a 16,000 square foot home with nine bedrooms, 15 bathrooms, a bowling alley, a theater, and an 800 square foot bar. Sounds like a great place to get married. Trouble is, it didn't belong to them. It was someone else's home. The owner, of course, was very confused when the groom, Courtney Wilson, and another individual showed up at the gate on Saturday morning, preparing to set up for Wilson's wedding to Shanita Jones at what the invite called the Wilson Estate. Nathan Finkel, the owner, called 911. I have people trespassing on my property and they keep harassing me and calling me. They say they're having a wedding on my property and that it's God's message. I don't know what's going on. All I want is for it to stop and they're sitting at my property right at the front gate right now. Wilson, his bride, and their guests never made it onto the sprawling $5.7 million property. Yeah, because it doesn't belong to them. They weren't invited. They're crazy people. What happened? Well, instead, two police officers showed up that morning and told Wilson to hit the road. He wasn't charged with the crime, and he declined to comment. I don't want to talk about it, he said. I don't want to talk about it. I had my wedding day plans foiled. Oh, can you believe people that own mansions and they won't, let you get, they won't let you get married right on their lawn? I mean, how selfish of them to own this mansion and not let me in with all my family and friends, strangers who the owner doesn't even know. How dare they not let me have a wedding right on their property, someone who they don't know? How dare they? People are so selfish in the world. I just want to get married at a mansion that is not mine and I don't have access to. Why can't they understand? What about my feelings? What about my special day? What about that? Of course, I made up all that because the article ends right there. <laughs> I just wanted to take it to another notch. I just love the idea that you would show up at someone else's property and just expect to just mosey on in with 100 people, friends and family overtake the bar, use all the bathrooms. Hey, where can we set up the bridesmaids room? Where can we Do you have do you have a big mirror because we're going to need to try on things. Do you have Where can I plug in the steamer? <laughs> where can we, Where should I have the caterers set up? Do you have a Do you have a big dining hall of some sort? <laughs> Person that owns this mansion that I don't know? Okay, now I went and got a little more information by Googling this, found another article with some more information. It looks like the groom, Wilson, several months prior posed as a potential buyer for this particular mansion and then reached out to the owner asking if he could use the backyard for the wedding. The owner, Nathan, flatly said no. That didn't stop the couple from sending out elaborate invitations these invitations detailed their love story, how they reconnected 30 years after high school and how he proposed on Christmas Eve to her over a pizza. Oh, so romantic. This guy's like a cheapskate, man. He's trying to get a mansion for free for his wedding. Proposes over pizza. <laughs> Who would marry such a fool? The Saturday afternoon ceremony, it says, it said in the invite, it would be followed by a red carpet cocktail hour in a mansion they don't own, followed by a reception in a mansion they don't own, lasting past midnight in a mansion they don't own. And Sunday brunch the next day would be noon to four in a mansion that they don't own. <laughs> yeah, this is how you do it, guys. Don't let anything stop you like personal property <laughs> or a flat no. I mean, hey, let your love fly with wings. Fly high. 
A Florida woman claims a dinosaur ran through her backyard. There's a dinosaur on the loose in Florida, according to one shaken homeowner. Her name is Christina Ryan. She sent over some security camera footage to the media over the weekend, which she insists shows a baby velociraptor dinosaur sprinting through her backyard. She reportedly told the media, any animal we can come up with that would be walking at 340 in the morning wouldn't walk this way. Look at how they're walking. Now, maybe I've watched Jurassic Park a little bit too many times, but I see a raptor. That's what I see, a raptor or some other small dinosaur that's raptor-like. That's what I see on the cameras. What do you guys see? Indeed, the clip shows a small creature running across her lawn on its hind legs. The head is outstretched, and it has a long tail, just like the, uh, the dinosaurs in Steven Spielberg's 1993 masterpiece, Jurassic Park. Some say a large bird... But that makes no sense, no sense whatsoever, since whatever it is appears to have front legs, okay? Front legs! The birds ain't got that. So I'm not sure. You know, I'm sticking to the raptor myself. That's what I'm going to stick to. Yeah, you're going to stick to the raptor, Christina. <laughs> I want to know about her life. Commenters are divided. People have guessed what this could be. The guesses have included a Komodo dragon, the Geico gecko, a coyote, an iguana with its head stuck in a plastic container. A spooked cat. A young alligator going for a joyride on the back of a coyote. A raccoon. Donald Trump's hair dragging a baby alligator. A peacock. A turkey. <laughs> a six-foot turkey with sickle claws. Am I the only one who thinks that, that it's an animal with its head in a jar who's being attacked by a snake? Somebody wondered. It runs like a bird. Notice how the back and tail stays in line with its body, the thickness of the tail. It's not, it's not a dog. Then look at its feet pick up. Those are bird feet, somebody else said. As for who is to blame for the appearance of the freaky creature, is it a Florida man on meth? <laughs> is it someone's house pet? The most common guess, however, is that it's a dog wearing a reflective harness dragging its leash and that it was actually running on all fours, but its front legs were not immediately visible because of the poor light. Either way, Christina Ryan, whatever it is, is satisfied with believing that this is in fact a baby velociraptor that she has on security camera footage, sprinting through her yard magically, probably catching what she thinks is the only dinosaur in Florida. There's probably more than this though, Christina. Florida is a cesspool of mystery. Big animals, Big stenches, large swamps, and a lot of drugs. So either you do have yourself a dinosaur there, Christina, or you just got yourself some really good drugs. Hello there, my friends and loyal listeners. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Florida Friday. Thanks for sending me articles as well. Those of you who did, I appreciate those Florida Friday story links that you guys sent me. Every week, it's, um, it makes my job a little easier, so thank you. Too many weird stories to choose from, as always. Thank you, Florida. Thank you for being you, uh, you degenerate. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I want to thank the callers. Some people call me, like um, Jim from Cleveland again. Will, nice to hear from you. Michael from Iowa City. I'll publish those calls at the end. Also got a new Patreon named Christopher, uh, my namesake. Christopher Roberts, thanks so much. Christopher Roberts joins the Patreon. Ooh, yeah, Christopher joining on the Florida Friday. Christopher Roberts is now a patron, and I'm so grateful for your patron edge. <laughs> uh, 
please enjoy the extra content within the Patreon, Christopher. Uh, let me see. Work your way around inside there and, uh, and you know check out the bonus episodes and all the other material that I put in there. And there will be stuff forthcoming as well. So please enjoy that. Um, what else? Oh, you guys can j- do what Christopher did and join the Patreon if you'd like to support by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews, as you know, or go to weirdafnews.com and uh, click on the link there to join the Patreon or to make a donation. Uh, or if, you, uh, if you're low on funds, which uh, I know a lot of us are right now, because, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the stimulus check is all gone. You know how that happens. They don't give you that much anyways. It's not like it's going to you know, last you several months. So uh, maybe you're in a, not a, a great position to support financially. Weird AF News. Totally get it. No problem. Uh, you can support the show by leaving a review on Amazon. So do something like that. That's very helpful. Or on your uh, Apple Podcast app in your phone. Super helpful as well. So uh, uh, I appreciate your support, your listenership as always. I uh, hope you guys are having a lovely weekend or Monday morning, whenever it is that you're listening to this. Maybe it's Friday night. I don't know. Uh, whatever it is, thanks for being here. Appreciate you, and we'll see you next week. Hey, Jonesy. It's me, Will. I have not called in a very long time, and I'm just here to say that um, dead naming is the term used when a transgender person is called by the name that they used to have when before they had transitioned. Um... That's basically all I wanted to say, and, uh, well, now you know. Also, I think today's your birthday, so, uh, happy birthday if it is. Again. If it's not, my apologies. That would probably be next week. Anyway, see ya. Jonesy Rock and Roller. Well, just to let you know about that guy cutting the cat's hair, it was really Floyd the Barber from Andy Griffith, because he used to say when he was younger, he used to practice on cats cutting their hair. So, you know that, Jonesy, it's Floyd the Barber, that strange barber in Mayberry. Ooh, Andy, do you think I can, do you think I can cut your hair? <laughs> okay. You have a good day, buddy. Looking forward to uh, calling you on your birthday, you know. I mean, I might have to be the first one because you probably will be maxed out. Hopefully, we won't be playing all your birthday wishes because we'll be here forever, dude. You rock on. You have a good day. Thinking of you. You take care, buddy. Love you later, brother. Hey, fellow weirdos. It's Michael from Iowa City calling. Today is Friday, April 23rd, Florida Friday, and that means it's only four days left in the countdown till Jonesy's birthday on Tuesday, April 27th. So I suppose uh, depending on where you live in the country, there's still time left to get something mailed to Jonesy. Just contact him at uh, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, and he'll give you his address if you'd like to send something to him for his birthday gift. Uh, otherwise, you know, if you're considering a card, maybe you can still contact him and you can mail him a birthday card, maybe with a little something in it. Who knows? Uh, he'll give you his address for sure. And otherwise, just uh, contact him 
via the phone number to the show, 646-450-2012, and leave a little message on the uh, show line there. Leave it be brief, just something quick like, hey, Jonesy, happy birthday. I'm calling from Iowa City in the good old USA. And then maybe Jonesy will play those messages at the end of Tuesday's show during the outro. Maybe all the callers from all across the United States and all around the world will call in and we'll be able to hear where all of his listeners are from. Uh, if you are so inclined, you can join the Patreon. If you join at the $2 level, that's just a dime a day. And that's pretty cheap for five days a week for the hard work that he puts in and bring us the show. You can also uh, buy him a cup of coffee. That's just a few bucks. You can hit the PayPal button and make a donation. Uh, or you can uh, get onto the website and make a donation there. Whatever you're thinking, whatever you like, uh, your generosity, I'm sure, would be appreciated to help him through during this uh, COVID time of of uh, difficulty. I know he's tired of working that day job, and and uh, he would like to get back to making some comedy shows. So help him out if you can. If not, just let him know how much you appreciate him with some sort of an email message or something on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, maybe a call to the show. Anyhow, consider helping out and if not, just tell a friend about the show and spread the word that way. All right, everyone. Love all the weirdos. Take care. Everyone stay safe and healthy. And remember, Jonesy's birthday, Tuesday, April 27th. Take care, everyone.